Welcome to Episodes in Troubled Thinking, a podcast that explores the inside-out nature of life and how our thinking often gets us in trouble. This podcast is a collaboration between two transformative coaches, yours truly, Antti Vanhanen from Finland and Steve M. Nash from the UK. On this podcast, we take turns coaching each other on various topics and occasionally we'll discuss broader topics about being human. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Antti and Steve. Welcome to another episode of Episodes in Troubled Thinking. This is our 23rd episode, and as is has been the case with the previous 22 episodes, I am joined by my good friend and fellow coach, Stephen Nash. How are you, Steve? Hello, Auntie. I am okay. A little bit of troubled thinking um, the last few days. A little bit of trouble thinking about what we're going to talk about today, but I'm okay. Mm. Sounds good. It sounds like you know that you're okay, even though it doesn't feel like it all the time. Yes, I guess mm. it does. Uh, forgetting sometimes feels unpleasant. Yeah. And uh, when we remember again, it just seems so obvious that how could we ever forget? And uh, and it's, it seems to be the kind of cyclical nature of, of, of being human that's inevitable. Uh, it's funny because when, when I remember, I I can I'm just relaxed. I, I don't think how did I forget? I'm just I'm just I, I, oh yeah, and it's mm. relaxed and and I kind of a bit I'm a kind of kind to myself that the one that forgot. Yeah, if you see what I mean. Yeah, that's uh, that's important. I think a lot of people are very hard on themselves for you know not living up to their expectations, expectations. or are not or not being able to control their emotions or not you know producing the way the way they think they should and um, I think the more we judge ourselves in that kind of low state the more we prolong the low state and we give it meaning and it tends to to linger and fester no and this sounds like another conversation that we'll probably have fairly soon Mm. about achieving things yeah but today it seems we're going to be talking about relationships um, maybe from my perspective maybe because mm. um, in a, an earlier episode I we were talking about something that Garrett Kramer said which I've forgotten unfortunately about relationships yeah the foundation of, uh, of an enduring relationship is understanding that I'm paraphrasing um, that is is that nothing that another person can say do or whatever can actually impact your your um well-being and and um so when we remember that you know the the, the relationship is on a very strong foundation and when we forget that we start blaming and judging and and controlling and manipulating and it leads to all sorts of unfortunate behavior yes indeed or what i call overthinking yeah um well, in his in in his that was a nice summary. But in his uh, sentence, he mentioned the word appearance. Like someone's appearance can't cause a relationship to to end, or cause trouble in a relationship. Appearance, and that word really kind of struck me as as it's kind of um, I have felt in quite a lot of my relationships that I'm a little bit obsessed with appearance mm. of my partner, my girlfriend, my lover. Is she? Do I fancy her enough? Is she attractive enough? And sometimes the answer is yes, and sometimes it's no. But it, it's always going on in my mind, in my mind, in my mind, and it just 
it's kind of it's felt like a curse this this particular thought this particular observation that I'm having with my girlfriend uh, whether I've whether I'm thinking about going out with her as a girlfriend or whether I'm in a relationship and then I'm kind of evaluating this appearance thing seems mm. to be one of the main factors where I start to do the overthinking and, and then there's as, as it happens when I overthink there's appearance shouldn't matter versus appearances mattering which one am I bothered about oh I don't <laughs> like this I'm getting this is getting complicated yeah uh, would you would you mind kind of sharing with us um, kind of when you when you say appearances so so what exactly does that entail for you uh, what like an ideal appearance yeah for instance yeah uh, well, it has changed. So there, there is something. There's an observation. <laughs> it has changed. It seems to have got a little bit more conventional over time, which is unfortunate. A bit more like standard to the aesthetic. That's uh, we're sold as what how a woman should be attractive. Um, so I guess um, long legs, slim, um, good looking. Mm -hmm. I guess those things are kind of I'm I'm observing to see that is she attractive. So when you're when you're talking about appearance, you mean physical appearance then? Um, well, is there another type of appearance? Well, I kind of think that uh, you know, like appearance is also about body language. Could be it could be about you know, like energy. Like is she like a high energy person, low energy? Um, is she is she athletic or fluid in her movements or a bit clumsy or awkward? You know, like those. To me, those could also all be appearance. So I'm just trying to figure out like what you mean by appearance. So, so we we I can understand where you're coming from. Thank you. Um. Well, these those appearances matter. Like uh, I, I'm I like a woman that wears clothing that reflects individuality. Mm -hmm. Um, I like individuals, I like people that think for themselves. So any way that that's reflected, but but so it could be like they could have clothing that reflects individuality, or they could reflect their individuality in another way and wear what I call kind of dull clothing. But it's the individuality that matters. However, having all said all that, that's that matters, but it's not what's kind of caused the angst. It's more the physical appearance. Mm. Um, yes. So. Yeah. Okay. So, so then you you noticed at some point that maybe she isn't as um, as attractive as you, you know, at first thought, or you notice some some deficiency or something. Um, so, how does that make you feel then? Well, what's interesting, Auntie, is this is interesting for me. Hmm. That sometimes I've gone out with women, and right when before I even maybe it's the first. A couple of times I've met them, mm. and this I do. There's this odd thing where I'm seeing what's not nice about them, what what's wrong about their appearance. So I haven't I haven't even thought, oh, she's really really beautiful, and and then like six months later, I think she's not so beautiful. It's right at the beginning, and going, oh, uh, eyes too close together, uh, for too big a forehead, legs not long enough, or maybe not slim enough, and just it's just this like this, it's like a really self-critical energy finding fault hmm. and I don't know if it's to sort of stop me going into a relationship so, I don't know so um, 
does it make it almost impossible for you to find like a woman that you consider attractive enough or or you know how how scarce are women that meet your <laughs> criteria yes well <laughs> <laughs> that is an interesting question um they're not that scarce as you put it um there's been a few times when I have felt at ease with the woman's appearance and at other times I've kind of um, ignored that sort of, uh, to use the word fascism, appearance fascism, um, and, and, and been drawn to other, other aspects of the person. So, I, so it, what I'm saying is I've been in, I've been in a lot of relationships mm-hmm. that hasn't stopped that hasn't stopped me being in relationships. Sometimes I've had relationships that maybe I haven't fancied as much as I might have wanted to. Mm. Um, yeah. So what you're saying is that despite having these these criteria, there are, you know, a decent number of women out there that, that you know, meet it or, or fulfill it. Well, there's enough women for me to want to go out with, yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm. And I I'm, and I guess it's that, you know, when I, I imagine everybody listening to this can sometimes be judgmental. I can be judgmental, and when I'm being judgmental, when I'm being flawed, I don't like it. I don't I don't like myself. I don't like that 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 person, and this kind of way that I'm judging the appearance of women that I'm having a relationship with or thinking about or not, mm. I don't like it. Even even though it might not make a big difference to the relationship, it, maybe maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I don't like him. Him that judges women's appearances, especially mm-hmm. when when we're we're in this sort of reality where women's appearance is so important. Mm. It, oh, you know, it's it's not important, but it seems to be. But so if if you if you still you know meet women that meet your criteria and they seem to be you know uh reciprocal towards you as well then then what's the problem of of having these these thoughts or or judgments sometimes there's been a couple of relationships that i've ended because they didn't really meet the criteria and i kind of ended them because i didn't i didn't find them attractive enough Mm. and i felt bad about that i felt maybe shallow or I don't know I've had quite a lot of relationships and part part of again society talking about society in general and uh, as we sometimes do um, there's this sort of um, prerogative to settle down and be in a relationship and the fact that a relationship might end because I didn't find her attractive I I decided no I don't I don't want to be in a relationship with her kind of feel I don't know, a bit useless or inept or, mm. I don't know, shallow and just, you know, people compromise, Steve. Everyone's compromising. Even the, the most beautiful woman or the most beautiful man, once you start being with them for a long time, you, you know, you stop seeing their beauty and you start to see their flaws and people still, they don't end that relationship, they, they stay with them. So why can't I do that? That Those mm. things go on. Yeah, right. You know, yeah, you meet your... Well, I meet my flaws and I make quite a lot of, out of it, it mm. seems. 
But what would happen if, if you got into a... I'm just, you know, trying to figure out how you see this. So I'm just asking questions out of curiosity here. Um, uh, so if you meet a woman and, and she seems like, oh, you know, she's perfect. She's, you know, her appearance is exactly as you like it. And you seem to get along in other ways as well. Um, so then what happens when she gets older and she doesn't look quite as good? Um, well... Because to some degree, at least in the conventional sense, where I'm kind of going with this, is that um, you know, beauty is 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 um, more associated with 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 youth, and so when we get older, you're we're probably not going to be quite as striking and beautiful and, and fit as we were, you know, in our are in our you know fifties or sixties as we were perhaps in our in our twenties and thirties and forties. Uh, yes, I, I I get what you I get the point you're making. Well, somewhat bizarrely, or maybe not, that's not how I see beauty. So, um, as a woman gets older, if I find her attractive, and as she gets older and I get older, I find her more attractive. The the I find the age. I don't know. There's something there's something in the aging. Of a woman that I just that I'm drawn to, so mm. so the the older isn't the problem. Maybe if she was slim and she got fat, what would I do then? Um, you know, do you know? Um, I remember I remember Christopher Reeves, mm. Superman, yeah. very fit, very agile, very able. You know, ha- has yeah. a horse ac- a horse accident, yeah, becomes paralysed. And and I remember his wife staying with him, and I remember thinking that I wouldn't have done that. I would have left him. I would have got another lover. I mean, I might have stayed as a companion, but I would have got another lover. And so, I, there's this, um, if the woman was really really slim and or or attract and then physically change shape, I I might struggle with that. But I wouldn't, it wouldn't be the older thing that got me. It would be putting on lots of weight, perhaps. Mm. Yeah. And then, I, then they'll be thinking because I mean, obviously, there's there's a there's a connection and there's friendship and there's all these other things that I'm not talking about. And uh, you know, love. And sometimes when you're really in love with somebody, who they are, what they look like, it's perfect. It's just sometimes I think my way out of that, and now I'm I'm looking and evaluating, and and even when I've been out with a, somebody that that ticked all the boxes, this constant evaluation program kicks in, mm. or it can do. Yeah. It's just it's just. Um, well, it sounds it's something about me that I don't like really. I guess that's all we're talking about, really. You know? Yeah, it, it sounds to me like um, you you find that there's something important at stake when it comes to to women and 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 appearances and relationships yeah you know what i think i think there's something about look i've got a beautiful girlfriend or i've got a beautiful wife that means something about me there's something about that yeah some there's some i'll give it some value to me some importance some part of what it says about me Mm. I think you're right. Yeah. So there's there's some some thinking that it sounds to me just like you have some some um, pretty deep rooted thinking, you know, around that area somewhere. 
that where it doesn't look like thinking it looks like you know it's it's real and I, I wonder that you know when you if you if it's possible and you can tell me that you know that's that's total nonsense um, that you know you've been with a woman for a while and then at some point you kind of decide that no she's I'm not attracted enough to her and um, you want to break it up and and I wonder that is it possible that it's actually not that she's not attractive enough to you but that's the only thing that kind of occurs to you while you have this feeling that you don't want to be with her anymore yeah so there's like um, some something about the relationship doesn't feels off and the only thing I've got for it is I don't I'm not finding him attractive yeah but it's not that it's mm. no I, I I get you I do I'm not saying that makes a lot of sense to me actually um, yeah. I had a friend when I was studying he was um he was a real um he wasn't really a go-getter he was very relaxed but he just knew what he wanted and and he just went after it and and I was always super impressed by him and he had a lot of relationships with women and uh, we we had a we had a couple of really interesting conversations, and I remember this one thing. He went later to to work for Goldman Sachs in in the finance industry in London, and this um, I remember this this conversation we had, and he said that um, you know because we're talking about like how many different girls he'd you know slept with over like the last month or something, and he was it was oh my gosh. surprisingly many. Yeah, I can't remember the number anymore, but I remember like I was like, "Whoa, that's that's a lot." It was, you know, it was it was unfathomable for me yeah. um, at the time, and probably still, yeah, still today. Certainly today, probably even more so than back then. Well, so today, yeah. Well, so. <laughs> but uh, he said to me that he doesn't have like a, like a, it's not like a preconceived plan that he's not just going to sleep around because he said that I just trust my instinct to tell me that when, when I find the right one I will be with her so that you know he didn't think you know about it too much no and and that's something that that stayed with me so so when I uh, was dating I could always tell quite quickly that you know I enjoy being with this person and and you know the sex is good and you know we have fun and whatever but I don't think this is the one that you know I'm gonna you know live with forever and, and, and so forth and it was a very strong feeling and and I think thanks to in part to to having heard my friend's perspective I never made it a big thing for myself um, yeah although in retrospect many of those relationships I probably should have broken them off a lot earlier than I did because when you kind of string them along for a while then the then the uh, then the ending tends to get a bit ugly so <laughs> so in, in in retrospect i would have probably you know done a lot of those things differently but but the point kind of stands that i didn't he possibly you know maybe his comment didn't have anything to do with it but in, it stuck in my mind so so perhaps it did that i didn't overthink it i just kind of let my instinct uh, guide me and, and and help me play it out overthinking it's definitely what's happening hmm. and what it means and like I think I've uh, you know like you're, you're right you, you, you meet someone go out with them and it, it, you have fun and you it lasts as long as it lasts and then hmm. 
you stop and you have a break or you don't have a break you go out with someone else and you just do that and then eventually you don't do that and you settle down with somebody or you don't settle you know it, it's it's just straightforward and so there's something about me having lots of relationships that I kind of I'm, I'm judging myself and then there's something about me the way you know conscious of evaluating a woman's appearance Mm. And, and kind of pointing it to that that um, I'm ending the relationship that I'm, I'm judging myself and uh, essentially I'm unlike your friend I'm I am thinking a hell of a lot about it and some of the things I think I don't care for and, and mm. I love the idea of uh, I just I just trust my instinct I just you know just just do that because it's just such a such a simple instruction and it's not really personal and it's more about how we are, how how we are. Oh, it's fun. It's fun. It's not fun. Oh, oh, we're not together anymore. You know, I I I, I wish that I um was like that, or or it, uh, could could access that the simplicity of that. Well, well, you know, let's let's kind of spin it around in a, in a sense that you know like you have some overthinking and and around this topic and and that causes you to to analyze things and and, and lots yes. of you know self judgments and yes. and and kind of go like oh she's not good enough for me and like oh i shouldn't be this way i'm a more spiritual person than this and why do i have to always do this and from now on i will not you know so on it just goes on and on yes um, so so if you had a client like that in in some area of his life and he's just overthinking what would you tell him? I would tell him to stop it. Stop <laughs> it, I would say. Watch that yeah. Bob Newhart video and stop it. And that'll yeah. be um, 500 pounds, please. Yeah. Um, well, yes, I, I'd, in, yeah, I'd encourage them to notice that they're thinking too much and judging what they're thinking and... relax about it yeah i i i what i see and you know this this may not um um i, I don't know if, if you'll hear it the same way but to me when i'm when i'm overthinking i kind of go back to to what sydney Banks said and and he said that it's not important to realize what you're thinking about but to realize that you're thinking so when you start to kind of get into the judgments and whatever, it's rather than notice that you know I'm 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 judging, I'm doing this, and why am I doing this? Because the contents of the thoughts don't matter. The only thing that you need to realize is that you're you're just having a lot of thinking. And and for me, for me it's a lot so when I when I remind myself that it just it just thought, and you know I'm trying to fight thought with thought, which only creates more thought. So, so it can't be the answer. And when I realize it's just thought, you know, like the judgment, um, how the, the women's appearance is just thought. Even the women are thought. Yes. Right. And, and when I realize that, then I, for me, what happens is I just, I just naturally relax. And when I relax, the, the thinking goes down dramatically. And then kind of what's left is kind of just do what seems like a good idea. That's, that's kind of all you're left with at the end. Because it doesn't ultimately nothing matters, so you kind of just, you know, you, you do the best you can with the thinking that you have, and and uh, you know, I guess you know I don't, I don't know. Like sometimes I think that's really how simple it is, and then when I worked up, yeah. it's that's like how's that gonna help? 
I do. I hear you, Auntie. Thank you. Um, I, 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 I am doing that a little when it comes to relationships and the thinking and the judgments and then it drops and it is it is easier um, and I guess I guess there's like an impatience for for uh, it to be easier sooner faster and mm. it is it's, it's easier and I know that when there's a feeling that I'm calling a judgment or I'm feeling bad, I do know that it's just something in me. And it's not what I'm thinking about. It's not women or appearance or it's not a problem. It's, it's just thought, this moment. But it is useful. It is a useful reminding. Well, w one thing that I've kind of, uh, I've, I've had a um, kind of relationship, but let's just say you have a, a, like, whatever sexual fetish. Like, let's say, for example, that you like leather. And um, so for me, when I look at it from the, from the inside out perspective, it, it seems to me that, hey, it's, that's fun. You know, like, like, let's go with that. You know, like, I know that it's just thought, it's just leather. It doesn't have any intrinsic sexual or any kind of quality, right? But, and, and so that kind of frees me to leave all the judgments and, 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 and uh, you know, the stigmas and, you know, however it might look, all that kind of by side. And still knowing that I, you know, at the end of the day, I don't need this. But it just seems like a fun thing to do. Kind of like, I don't need to blow soap bubbles when I go outside to have a good time with my daughter. But sometimes it's just a lot of fun. So why not do it? Yeah. And and, and I mean if more from the perspective of like, it's when we just kind of let ourselves off the hook. Then um, a lot of these things, they, they kind of, the, the complexity kind of goes away with them. Yeah, it's just simpler. And I do this, I do that. I like mm. beer. I like cider. I like uh, Game of Thrones. No, I like um, uh, I don't know. There's a TV program. Downtown Abbey. Downtown Abbey. Yeah. Yeah, I like to call it downtown because downtown it, 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 it it annoys my wife and my mother-in-law. Yeah, I'm sure it <laughs> yeah, and you could argue no Game of Thrones is better because of this, and no Downtown Abbey is better because. But you know, ultimately, no, I like it. The, you like that. That's it. Yeah, it's and and I preference. think the same the same thing with with whatever you got going on with like um, women's appearance is like it is what it is and and it is where you it is can indeed. yeah and and if that's how you feel then that's how you feel and and you know you can always remind yourself that it's thought but at the same time it's it doesn't matter you know like like I said some one person might have a fetish with leather somebody might have. Uh, a fetish with a whole chicken and 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 perhaps your fetish is is just uh, being very picky about women's appearance i mean who knows yeah yes i mean it's i don't know what this conversation sounds like to you uh because often when we start talking about stuff that matter it's kind of trivial to everybody else that's listening um and it it's um it's kind of da it's a it's a daft nonsense it's it's just it's kind of bothered me or it's felt it feels like it's bothered me 
for a while. Mm. You, you kind of feel daft. Yeah. Well, I think that's the that's the nature of insights. Um, every time, or, or very often, when I have an insight, it it just looks so obvious in hindsight. Like even in math, I was I was always pretty good at math, but you know, like a lot of times when they, you know, introduce a new concept like like integrals or differentiation or you know, um, algebra, whatever. Uh, at first, it was just like, how does this work? And you're just trying to wrap your head around it, and you're just like, oh, this is I just, this is so hard. But then the moment you have that insight and it just clicks, mm. then it's so easy, and you, and you can't figure out why it was so hard all that time before. It just it just looks like why 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 couldn't I just see this? It's it's obvious, and I think it's uh I think it's the same way with uh with a lot of um, things in our personal lives that you know we we have an insight and then all of a sudden we stop doing something or we see our yeah. our former beliefs or behaviors from a new perspective and 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 it just doesn't make sense and we feel daft and I think part of that that and and as a result I've kind of learned to consider the feeling of of deafness from um i don't know from a from a more loving place that it's yeah. actually the feeling of daftness is actually like uh like just a byproduct of when when i've realized something and that's a good thing <clears throat> yeah that's quite nice actually Auntie. um i'm not sure it's clicked but but it's still mm. useful i haven't quite got there um yeah and like like you you know very well yourself is that like uh the benefit of a coaching conversation is not just what happens during the coaching conversation but what happens in the coming hours and days and and even weeks the yes. insights that you have on your own and and you know may, maybe you don't get any and that's fine too and then maybe we'll have another conversation down the line at some point and 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 you know see what we see then i mean today we saw what what i see what we see and, uh, and on, on a different day, we'll see something else. Yeah. I appreciate your care, Auntie. Thank you. Mm. And listening I've, uh, to me. I, I've really en en enjoyed exploring this with you. So so thanks for uh, opening up and, and uh, you know, letting us in on, on kind of like what's going on in your life. Does it feel like I've opened up? Yeah, I, I felt that you were um, open and... and, and uh, um, it didn't feel like you were you were defensive or, or or trying to hide anything. So I'm sure there would have been like many things, more things you could have said, but isn't that always the case? I do feel a bit vulnerable. Hmm. Uh, I just I was just curious. Yeah. I have a nice feeling too. So thank you. Yeah. And uh, thanks to our listeners for listening. And I I hope you enjoyed this episode. We've been uh, kind of talking about having this for a couple of weeks. So. So I'm, I'm 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 glad that we finally had it, and and I think um, it was a very loving, constructive uh, conversation. So, thank you, Steve. Uh, thank you, Auntie. Yeah, we we finally had that first kiss. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's an image I'll uh, I'll work on for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, we'll be back next week. Cheers. Bye bye. Bye bye.
Thank you for listening to episodes in Troubled Thinking. If you've enjoyed our podcast, we would really appreciate it if you took a minute to leave an honest review on iTunes because this will help other listeners discover us as well. We hope you have a great week and we'll be back with a brand new episode next week.